ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وامينه على وحيه ومبلغ الناس شرعه فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد معشر المؤمنين عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فان من اتقى الله وقاه وارشده الى خير امور دينه ودنياه وتقوى الله جل وعلا عمل بطاعه لا على نور من الله رجاء ثواب الله وترك لمعصيه لا على نور من الله خيفه عذاب الله اوصلي ذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى know that indeed a person's time in this world is extremely precious and every day that a person lives in this life it is a great gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he who does not safeguard his time and he does not take advantage of his days and nights then indeed he is at a great loss O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what we need to understand in regards to this topic and this discussion and what we need to also understand with this is that a talk like this or a topic like this it is supposed to awaken our dead hearts it is supposed to stir our souls and remove whatever heedlessness we have in our hearts whatever negligence we have in our hearts this is a talk and a khutbah on such a topic that is supposed to move us our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is one of the greatest reminders that we can share with one another and as we know rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he was khatamun nabiyyin he was the seal of all prophets he was rahmatul lil alamin he was a mercy unto mankind and he was jawami'ul kalim that he would say a few things in a small space or a short sentence but it would mean a lot وَرُوِيَ الْإِمَامْ حَاكِمْ فِي مُسْتَدْرَكِهِ وَالْبَيْحَقِهِ فِي شُعْبَ الْإِيمَانِ وَغَيْرِهِمَا عَنْ إِبْنِ عَبَّاسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا أَنَّ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالَ إِغْتَمِمْ خَمْسًا قَبْلَ خَمْسٍ شَبَابَكَ قَبْلَ هِرَمِكَ وَصِحَّتَكَ قَبْلَ سَقِيمَكَ وَغِنَاءَكَ قَبْلَ فَقْرِكَ وفراغك قبل شهلك وحياتك قبل موتك 
The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He told Ibn Abbas five things And he explained to Ibn Abbas Five important things That generally we as human beings We take for granted And he informed Ibn Abbas And he told Ibn Abbas That take advantage of five things Before you take advantage يعني, of other things. Look at these five things in your life and take advantage of it. Because there's going to come a time when these things go, when these things disappear. And the first thing that he says to Ibn Abbas, he says, that your youth take advantage of your youth before you become old and take advantage of your health O Ibn Abbas before you become ill and look after your riches or take note of your wealth O Ibn Abbas before poverty reaches you. And take note of your free time. Take advantage of your free time. Al-waqtul farag. Before it gets taken away from you. And last but not least. And take control and take advantage of your life. Before you leave this world. Before you pass on. And the first lesson that we take from this is with regards to our youth. With regards to our time as a young person in this dunya. And this is something that we need to reflect on. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because in our youth, generally things go well. It is a time of fun and games. We have the most energy. As some of people have reported in the past, they said that Ashabu Junun. They said that youthfulness is almost like madness. Right? And if you look, you will see. It's a topic for another day. But if you look around the world and when certain groups or certain people they need to do certain things in particular countries or whatever it might be and you will see who do they target they target the youth because they are full of hamasa they are full of energy and this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he also mentions in a lengthy hadith that on the day of Qiyamah when there's going to be no shade except the shade that will be given from the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he describes the different groups that will be under this and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he explains and he says a group of who? The youth. 
that they spent their time in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when you are young, tend to have a lot of time, tend to have a lot of energy. So we tend to do a lot of things that is not in the obedience of Allah. We tend to be negligent about salah when we are young. We tend to be negligent about the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in general. We get attracted by the worldly things. Whether it is TV series, whether it is movies, whether it's interest in the opposite sex, whatever it might be. But this is generally the hal and the state of the youth. So this is why the Prophet wasallam he said that take advantage of your youth يعني, in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet wasallam he also explains to us and he says to us that the feet of the son of Adam shall not move from before his Lord on the day of Qiyamah. And he will be asked about a few things. And one of the things that he will be asked about is his youth and how did he spend his time as a youngster. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we look at the second point of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he speaks about as-sihha. He speaks about our health. And he says, take advantage of your health before illness. And if you look at this, he first mentions youth. But generally when we are young, yani we are fit. We are healthy. We, yani we are okay. We don't worry that much about our health. But then he says that, and worry now about your health. And take note of your health. And ask that person, right, that a bounty is known when it is lost. So ask that person, and before we get to that, with regards to health, it affects everything. It affects your movement in daily life. It affects your ibadah with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'd ask that uncle and that auntie that fasted for their whole life. But when they came to 50 or 60 or 70, they cannot fast anymore. Ask that uncle or auntie that needs to be pushed in the wheelchair when they go on hajj, when they go on umrah. But don't even think that far. Ask someone that because of his illness or because he had to do some operation or whatever, he cannot go down and make sujood. Ask them how do they appreciate their health now. So it does not only just affect your moving around, it does not just only affect your day-to-day chores. But it affects your ibadah. And this is why we need to be strong. The strong believer is better and more beloved to Allah Azza wa Jal, as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, than the weak believer. So we need to get our health. Because generally, we take our health 
for granted. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions and he says, Allah alladhi khalaqakum min ta'afin, thumma ja'ala min ba'di ta'afin kuwatan, thumma ja'ala min ba'di kuwatin ta'afa wa shayba, yakhluku ma yasha, wa huwa al-alimu al-qadir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-Rum, that it is ye Allah, Allah alladhi khalaqakum, that it is ye who created us, min ta'afin, in a state of weakness. When Allah created us, we were a baby. We couldn't do anything for ourselves. Our mothers and our fathers and our grandparents and our aunties and our uncles had to do things for us. They had to feed us. They had to change our nappies. And then what happens? We grow a bit older. ثُمَّ جَعَلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ ضَعْفٍ And then after this we got developed. And our weakness became a strength now. So now we started walking. Now we started eating on our own. Now we started speaking. Now we started seeing what is correct and what is incorrect. Then we grew up. We became stronger generally. We became and we entered our youthful ages and that was at our peak. And we went into our 30s and into our 40s. Close to our 50s and we were strong generally. Could do things for ourselves. But then what happens after that? ثُمَّ جَعَلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ قُوَّةٍ ضَعْفَ And then after the strength, Allah does what again? So now He makes us weak again. And then, وَشَيْبَ And we reach old age. And this, my beloved brothers, is the reality of life. This is what it comes down to. You are healthy today, you are ill tomorrow. You have youth today, it goes again after a few years. But how do you spend your time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And for this reason, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one should not be deceived by our health. Again, like I mentioned, you're okay today, alhamdulillah. Tomorrow you're not okay. How many people were fine? They were healthy. But within this past two years that we know, how many people attended the masjid? They were healthy. And then we heard they got ill. And then we heard they passed on. Some of them landed up in hospital for a week. Some of them were ill at home and they passed away within a few days. But this is the reality of life. For our health never remains the same. Our siha, our health, it's never going to be the same. So take stock and see that we live a good life. And, and again, when we are young, when we are healthy as well, try to do and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this reminds me of a hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam This hadith will come towards the end as well again An-ni'matani maghbunun fihima kathirun minan nas As-sihhatu wal-farah The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says That there are two great ni'mas There are two great bounties Two great virtues 
that many people, they are neglected of. That we don't take note of this. We take it for granted. Asihatu, our health, wal faragh, and our time, yani our free time. And in the third point that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned and he says, he says, and your wealth, your money, your income, save it and take note of it before it disappears. How many people do we know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they had money today? And they spent lavishly. And they bought whatever they wanted to buy. And they could afford whatever they wanted to afford. And then all of a sudden, it disappears. And remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ That Allah, He gives izzah, he gives father, he gives grace to whosoever he wants. وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ But that same Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he disgraces whom he wills. He takes away from whom he wills. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look after the gift. If Allah gave you a gift of wealth, look after it. Because it's here today and it's gone tomorrow. Ya Abdullah, and if one looks at these three things, if one looks at health and look at wealth that we spoke about now, and we look at the next point of farah, of free time, then we will see that these three things together, it can cause a lot of harm. It can cause a lot of corruption on this earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Kalla inna al-insana la yatgha abra'a gustawna. That most certainly and indeed, one exceeds all bounds once they think they are self-sufficient. So I have good health. I think that it's because of my own doing that I have good health. I have a lot of wealth, I have a lot of money. It's because of my hard work, it's because of my degree, it's because I made the effort, because I went to a good school, I went to a university. And it's my time, so I can do with it what I want to. If I feel I want to disobey Allah with my time, I can do that. If I feel I want to disobey Allah with my money, I can do that, because it is mine. And this is the mistake that we as human beings make. Because everything that I have, everything that I own, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether it is my health, whether it is my free time, whether it is my wealth. Our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he then mentions in the second last point of the hadith, he says, وَالْفَارَغْ And your free time before it disappears. 
How many of us takes time for granted? I need to do something today. You know what? It's fine. It's only due next week. It's okay. I have a whole week to do it. When you look again, I think that was due for Tuesday. It's Monday night, 11 o'clock. So now you're rushing, now you're scrambling. Or, it's time for Salah. Al-Waktu Wasya. You know, the time of Salah is it's quite broad. It's wide, money meaning. For example, Asr comes in 20 to 5, quarter to 5. Maghrib is only 20 to 7. So I don't need to make on time. Before you look at it, you are rushing. You are rushing. And like this, I can bring example after example of how we take our time for granted. And if you look at these points that the Prophet ﷺ brings, these four points, they all attach to one another. Starting off with youth, coming to our health, coming to our wealth, coming to our free time. And the last point, which we will touch on in the second khutbah, has to do with death and life. أحوالنا أجمعين وأن يهدينا إلي صراط المستقيمة وأن لا يكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين إنه تبارك وتعالى سميع الدعاء وهو أهل الرجاء وهو حسبنا ونعم الوكيل الحمد لله كثيرا وسبحان الله بكرة وأصيلة وشهد لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى في الغيب والشهادة والسر وعلانية اتقوا الله جل وعلا تقوى من يعلم أن ربه يسمعه ويرى And the last point my beloved brothers that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he brings in this hadith is death and our life and this is the guarantee that each of us would face and again ask that person that's laying in a hospital bed or that's ill at home what goes through your mind and again then we can see that everything in this hadith like follows after each other it's like clockwork and know that look after your life because for indeed when we leave this world then there's no more amal there's no more deeds I can't come make salah again I can't do that last Ramadan fast 
I can't give that last zakah that I had to pay and I didn't pay it. I can't go on that last umrah. I can't read that last ayah. It's finished. In ta'alwah. The time has ended. And this is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make dua and he would say, Allahumma aslih li dini alladhi huwa ismatu amri wa aslih li dunyay allati fiha ma'ash wa aslih li akhirati allati fiha ma'adi waj'al lil hayata ziyadatan li fi kulli khair waj'al lil mawta rahatan li min kulli sharr. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he would say, Oh Allah, make for me and grant me that my religion becomes a support for all my affairs and order well for me my worldly affairs in which my livelihood is found and make for me well that my life to come is my ultimate destination and make my life for me a means of increase in all that which is good and make my death a rest for me from every evil. And we find that this dua has a great meaning that we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a daily basis for what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked for. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ali radiyallahu an he says that know that this dunya is something that is going to pass by and know that the akhirah this is something that is going to come and he says that all of us each one of us we can be the children or we can be children but then he says, فَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ So he says, be of the children of the year after. وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنْ أَبْنَاءِ الدُّنْيَا And do not be of the children of this world. فَإِنَّ الْيَوْمَ الْعَمَلُ And indeed that know that now here on this dunya, that these days and today and tomorrow for me, these are days of amal. These are days of action. These are days of ibadah. Wala hisab. And these are not days of retribution. These are not days of when our hisab will be taken. How many salah did you make? Did you pay your zakah? Did you go on hajj? Were you obedient? Did you do this? Did you do that? No. Walghadan. But know that tomorrow, yani when we pass on, Hisabun wala amal. And the day that we meet Allah, now that is going to be the day when everything will be taken out. Wala amalun. And there's going to be no actions.